0: Sports Sports Podcast uh, yes. I'm Joel Anderson I'm Jordan Pompeo. And joining says always Is the sports outsider Phil Randall I worship at the throne Of Joel Anderson <laughs> no. We all do In one way or another Yeah yes. it's true You uh, you all do And soon the whole world shall Yeah It's Joel's penis We all just live inside that's, it That's really Isn't that how the saying uh, <laughs> I don't think that's I don't, okay. Just, do Okay Yeah well actually No that might be the same That might be because the same yeah. it's, it's the world Yes No that's absolutely it. Yeah it is Okay it's cute guys It's very cute. It's adorable. Hey, guys. You know what? It's March Madness time! Oh my gosh, the sports outsider with a with a topical and accurate statement yeah. about sports that are happening okay, right so now. Here's a question for you: I know when we, how we know it's March Madness because we're following college basketball. How yeah. do you know, Ooh, as a sports a outsider, how do you know that when you wake up in the morning, like, oh man, it's March Madness? Let's i got to look inside the brain of the sports outsider. Sure, sure. So this is how I know because uh, a few days ago there was a lot of email sent around my office about filling out a bracket. Yep. And then I go, okay. I know this game. And then today, as I walked in front of everyone's computer, because not to brag, I work in an office. Uh, I walked by people's computers, and they were all watching college players play basketball and going, <laughs> oh, there's upsets happening. Oh, it was Upset City today. Yeah. Was. Did you happen to see any buzzer beaters? Uh, I saw somebody try for a buzzer beater. Okay, and then uh, they lost. They were a fourteenth, third seed that lost to a fourteenth seed. Ooh, yeah. big upset. Yeah, it was a went big down. one. Baylor went down, and uh, UA, UAB yeah. was the one I saw. Yeah, UAB beat Iowa State. Right yeah. University of Alabama, Birmingham. Oh, that one. Yeah. So to the person who's not paying attention, it's when you get that first email about filling out the office bracket. That's yes, when you know. That's when I know. Yeah. Okay. See, I, I simultaneously got like five emails within five minutes of the end of selection Sunday. Yeah. Because there's just there's a whole bunch of people inviting me How to How many emails did pool? your penis get? <laughs> my my penis got all of the same emails I did because they were sent to me and I am the they C c see on it, but are they are, are they C'd on it? Yeah. Or are they B C C'd on it? Was someone ashamed to send it to him? (laughs) B.C. March Madness Update Watch Update. March Madness Update Watch Update. Brought to you by... Valtrax. Take it. All right, so... Nearly 40 million Americans are going to fill out brackets this year, Phil. Wow, I was one one of them. I did. Phil is one of them, yeah. Uh, This is according to a new survey by the American Gambling Association, whose previous surveys include which blackjack hand are you, and is that your child's tuition t- check or a great day at the dog track? Nice. Um, Both! Yeah, who, said, who says it has to be one or the other? Yeah. Why is this an either or? Uh, the survey found that Americans will bet $2 billion through the brackets. Whoa! And a whopping $9 billion damn dollars on total March Madness bets. Wow! Wow, there is $7 billion in non-March Madness wagering? I thought everybody would just do the bracket. I mean, I was aware that people I think, probably, you know... I think the $2 billion, it like represents mostly people who are competing among themselves on, right. I- I- illegally, essentially. And Whoa. the other $7 billion is all the money in base. So the cops That's are like, in yeah. full force, cracking down on this, right? You don't think they are. I think lot ah, too bad. People. They've already been bought off with brackets. Oh, that makes sense. Extra Guess picks. most police stations you know, the only, probably have a pool. The <laughs> only one who didn't uh, is Serpico. Yeah yeah Mm -hmm. that guy he he was the only honest cop they kept transferring to different divisions each division more crooked than the last i know it's hard (laughs) he kept breaking up their march madness pools (laughs) uh the survey found that half of all march madness viewers have filled out a bracket at some point in their lifetime and the other half are quadriplegics who would fill out a bracket (laughs) if they were physically (laughs) able to fill out a bracket couldn't they use the uh, Stephen Hawking te- text thing to fill one out? Not all of them. You can, right. you no, still you can say that. it out loud, Phil. you still got to have that kind the of salary. Computer, yeah. yeah. Uh, the average American, uh, uh, sorry, Americans are expected to fill out a total of 70 million brackets, betting an average, what would you say the average bracket bet is? $5. The average? $10. An average, Phil. Of $20. Joel? Uh, I'd say 10 $29. Oh, what? Shit. 29 damn dollars? Is the average. Jeez. Boy, that means those are some pretty hefty pools. I feel like most of the ones I've been have been five and you still win a lot of money. I, you know, that. I usually was in one for like 25. Ooh. Okay. Hey, big spender. Yeah, just rolling the dice. Yeah. The odds of making a perfect bracket this year one in 9.2 quintillion. Wow. Why? This is according. What? Why? What do you mean? It seems like that, like. It's a perfect bracket. Everything right. right. right, But it's not 50-50 odds on each one, right? Because there's one that's favored, so it seems like that's... Oh, we're getting, once okay. again, that cheapskate Warren Buffett <laughs> <laughs> offering a million, mere billion dollars for a perfect bracket. 9.2 quintillion, according to some nerd who never played a day of basketball in his life. Oh! And no. we're just expected to take his mathy word for it. No. What? However, if you have some basic basketball insight... If you're a yep. non-nerd mm-hmm. who knows things like a 16 seed has never beaten a one, okay, you can get those odds down to the more manageable one in 128 billion. That's not bad. So, with Warren Buffett still a huge cheapskate. Bookies aren't the only ones making money off the college basketball juggernaut. In fact, most money made from March Madness is the skim. The guy who runs your office pool takes off the top. Oof. You know, like administrative fees and, you know. Look, I brought in donuts on Thursday. Get off my back. Fucking I damn. hate that guy. You know how I paid for those donuts? With our money! <laughs> uh, the biggest financial losers in March Madness, employers. <clears throat> mm. Companies are out $1.9 billion in lost wages to distracted and unproductive workers, estimates the employment firm NARC. Buzzkill Downer and Associates. <laughs> Man, those are really unfortunate last names. <laughs> what the fuck, guys? Yeah. Uh, I thought the real losers would be the college athletes who are doing all of this and not getting paid. Yeah, you, you, could, you could make that argument. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, I will. I just made it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it, it might be, it's even easier now for employees to watch games this year and tune out of work because there's a new YouTube channel. Ooh. So, you know about this. They will offer updates. They're at viewers you can watch on cbsports.com. Sure. And the initiative has, uh, the NCAA has also announced a new initiative called Hands for Brackets as they're committed to fighting the scourge on our country that is quadriplegia. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. March Madness update, watch update. March Madness update, watch update. Brought to you by Bell Tracks. Get some. What's on the show today? Uh, well, speaking of March Madness brackets... We uh, are. We, we were. We, we, we just were. were talking yeah. about that. Uh, Very we actually, literally. Not yeah. in a figurative sense, either. Yeah. yeah it's it's have, good, uh, that's why it was an apt segue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we, have, uh, we have two people from the office here. Okay, from, this, uh, from the comedy podcast studio offices. Yeah, Jimmy Gendino, who's our uh, he's our gambling correspondent. He does okay. uh, a lot of our. our I Haven't heard there. a lot from him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has not been in the office for a while. Yeah. We also don't do, uh, in fairness, in fairness to Jimmy, we don't do a lot of gambling segments. We don't. Yeah, but he did. He had that uh, that skiing accident that wound up with his, his leg getting broken. Oh God, which mm. is weird. I did not know he skied until he showed up with a broken leg. But yeah, so he's he's sort of been out of the office. But Jimmy Jim, Jimmy Gendino, uh, is going to be on here. Is it the same Jimmy who, who like hurt his hand playing pool? Yeah. With that accident. And i had never pool? seen him playing pool before. So but huh. then he sort of showed up and it it really it seemed odd that his hand would have been mangled that horribly in an accident playing pool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. so he'll he'll so we're interviewing him and uh Steve. Yeah. Steve mm-hmm. uh Steve Johnson who's uh Steve Johnson who's uh, another uh you know, March Madness enthusiast. He's our figure skating correspondent. Oh, Another he's guy an enthusiast. Yeah, he's a figure skating a lot. We really don't go to these All courses. right. So, anyway, the two of them are going to talk a little bit about the Steve office. Johnson? Steve I don't, Johnson. don't think I've ever heard from a Steve well, Johnson. It's also the it's name the sports, of the famous, famous sports podcast. I just kind of. Table of Stars. Of stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I show up half drunk and just get in front of the microphone and talk. I don't hang out in the studio much. Okay. Yeah. We, we have. Jimmy Gindino and Steve Johnson? Yeah. Okay, I'll well, believe anyway, that they're, they're real. Be on <laughs> to talk about the Merch Madness bowl, okay, uh, and sort of—I uh, know they're both, you know, big fans, very excited. Figure skating so, correspondent. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, Where do they kidding, fit course, into but the budget? Yeah, I guess we have a much deeper roster than I think even we right. thought we had. Yeah, that's okay. We should start using these people. I mean, a lot of these guys—we're actually using the other two studios. They so could I mean. have their own podcast <laughs> that we could release if they're just sitting around. Well, quality control, Phil. We uh, like all right. to think Do we have them the on broadcast? retainer? or Are they? Yeah. Full time? How does this work? I think they're 10.99s. I think they're kind of you. Actors. Okay, People so we never understand. pay Jimmy Tendino I don't. He's and Steve Johnson. He's, he's certainly not getting uh, health insurance. I know this that. podcast is the point of the spear, folks. You're getting it, it's off with the dick, dick analysis. Yeah, there's God. Ah, should we just get going for it? Uh, hey Phil, is there a weird a wide world of weird sports? Goddamn right there is. And news, 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 as well as verifiable truth. Oh facts. yeah, there's also verifiable true <laughs> yeah. facts. Which we're also looking forward to very much. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sparks podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Georgia State goes to the dance. Woo! Go Georgia State! Head coach will not be dancing for months. Oh. Why? Georgia State won the Sun Belt Conference tournament and clinched a berth in the NCAA tournament for the uh, first time. As we know now, a second-round game. Yes, they they yeah. pulled a huge upset. In their <laughs> Spoiler alert! First game. Uh, so it's the first time in the tournament since two thousand and one. They did it by beating Georgia Southern in a 38-36 game. Ooh, the old Georgia State-Georgia Southern grudge match. 38-36, that's a low-scoring game. So low-scoring, even Big Ten basketball fans derided it as being a bit too showy with the defense. (laughs) (laughs) There, A little showy. You know, we're Midwestern, very modest people. Uh, It was the second time the Panthers of Georgia State beat the Eagles of Georgia Southern in eight days. Coincidentally, Georgia Southern... Is how people at Tennessee gas stations give you directions to the city of Savannah. Uh. <laughs> Georgia Southern. You'll, you'll see it. Keep turn Georgia right State. at the rock. <laughs> Louisville transfer Kevin Ware, who suffered an injury in the 2013 NCAA tournament, now Where? plays for Georgia State. However, his lower tibia actually still plays for Louisville. Oh! oh. I remember that. It was super gross. Yep, super oh, gross. Oh, is that the one whose leg snapped on YouTube? Yeah. Ah, it's, it's tough. Like, it's like snapped in real life. You, was know, you just. <laughs> <passed on laughs> it wasn't YouTube. just it. Was, That's yeah. fair. I, <laughs> it wasn't a bit. Oh, it wasn't? <laughs> I thought it was checked. a very, very funny special effect. Nope. Good gift. It's a very, very <laughs> not funny real <laughs> leg folding. I didn't realize people play basketball on gifts now, but I, that one did. Snapchat. Yeah, <laughs> they Snapchat. Gifts are next. Uh, in the immediate aftermath of the celebration, Georgia State head coach Ron Hunter was significantly injured. Is this another bullet point in the obituary of college basketball court rushing? Uh, it could be. Wow. Are college students sacrificing safety to have a good time? Definitely. Were alcohol and rowdy fans to blame? Yay, I hope so. Seems likely, yes. No. Oh, what? Dude tore his right Achilles tendon from jumping too high. Oh, my God. When I saw the red lights go off, I jumped up, Hunter said after the game. I tore my Achilles years ago on the right side playing basketball. It was the exact same feeling. I hadn't jumped that high in 26 years. I knew when I came down. But instead of stopping right there, I wanted to go celebrate with my team. Well, that's nice. Wow. He just so he went right through it. On a, a ruptured Achilles tendon? Yeah, he 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 that jumped is so high, tough motherfucker! He tore his Achilles tendon, and now he can say he literally exceeded what the human body will allow. That's how <laughs> high he jumped. Yeah. So now he can use that as leverage over his team forever to be like, "I know you can push it beyond this because you're not torn on the inside." <laughs> What's that? Got two intact Achilles tendons there, Hey, Dan? Well, then I'd say you're going back the fuck in. Yeah. I'm amazed I didn't do a Joel torn from the inside joke. <laughs> I had one queued up and I didn't use it. What do you mean, torn from the inside. Think about it. Oh. Hunter was given a pair of crutches <laughs> to use and perhaps more importantly, they lowered the basket down to his height so we he could cut down the net. That's nice, which was adorable. Yeah. Uh coach said he's there's not a chance he will miss the NCAA tournament, which I don't see how he would. He's not playing. Yeah, sure. It's very inconvenient to use crutches while wearing a suit, but not miss the NCA tournament. Inconvenient. Right. I don't know. It makes the pit stains on your suit push all the way through because the crutches push uh, up into the armpit. Obviously, the embarrassment you, you you you'd never you'd never want to do that. Then. You know, actually, I watched the game today. He was wearing basically just like kind of like black slacks and a black T-shirt, and he had like a chair that he was sitting out with his <laughs> crutches. Is he okay? He just gave and, up on life. And <laughs> when his team won. He fell off the chair. Uh. No he was just like, ah, he couldn't believe it. Was he a grandma in a Benny Hill episode? <laughs> did, he, did he tear his other Achilles tendon? No, 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 no. He seems to be okay. I think a little banged up. A little okay. banged up, but he All was right. so overjoyed okay. that his team All right. His team won, There. Well, that's great. Good for him. I mean, bad for him, but then good for him. He said he'd also, he was going to be, he's not going to get surgery now. And that uh, the bus ride back was the best bus ride he'd ever had, probably because of all the oxycontin he snorted. <laughs> Makes <laughs> sense. That and who's ever enjoyed a bus ride ever? All right, I'd like to uh, introduce and uh, welcome to the podcast Jimmy Gendino. and hey, Jordan Elsgood. Our gambling correspondent and Steve Johnson, our figure skating correspondent. Hey, it's a pleasure to be here. It's great to have you guys finally on the podcast. I yeah. know I've been a correspondent yeah. for three years and I've never made it on the air. So we're gonna we're gonna get paid for this uh, today, possibly. You, you'll and get paid you know. weekly, like oh, okay, all right. It'll go through so payroll. It's not like a cash advance because I'm gonna be on the show. No, no. You can pay me when you want. I'm just happy to be here. Well, no, you'll be paid weekly, like always. It'll go through payroll. I haven't gotten paid by this place yet. Oh, so, this is my so, first time on the uh, air. Is there, is there like a window that sort of looks towards the exit? Can I sit? Can I sit facing the? Is there? A, uh, I think that would actually really be bad no, for the sound. Yeah, there's no windows. Yeah, no, it's it's a studio. Okay. So try to keep... uh, I like your microphones. Thank you, Steve. Now I think we're getting a bit off track. Let's talk March Madness, guys. Let's talk brackets. Yeah, let's yeah. talk the office pool, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, my brackets fucked. That's what's happening, Jordan. Totally fucked. Well, why's why's that? Ah, uh, well, I thought this was gonna be a big year for the Big Twelve. Big Twelve, big oh. year. Uh and uh yeah, so I might have had a Final Four matchup with uh with Baylor and ISU in there, and uh they're both out! Yep. First day, both gone. They're gone. That's, well, it's both, that's you know, great. That's just fantastic, is what that is. But you know, I find, and maybe maybe you'll agree with me on this, Steve, that in March Madness, it's not about the brackets, it's about the upsets like that. It's just so much fun. It to makes watch it the game. more fun, it does. I had my brother check my bracket today to see how many I won, and you know what? I got them all right! Oh my god, are you fucking kidding? But even, but even if you didn't, it's still fun, right? Yeah, what I did is I put all of the names up in a giant hat. Because I got a cowboy hat, and I haven't used it yet, so I thought it would be perfect to drop names of schools in. And I just started pulling them out, and I went, that one's going to come in first place, that one's going to come in second place, and so on. Steve, you are killing me right now. You are literally killing me. I don't know so, why. It's so fun to fill out names on pieces of paper with pens. Did you not see the average RPI of a Big 12 team going into the tournament? Did you not see that donuts were purchased for the people who filled out brackets? I did see that. It wasn't that great. I thought that was really fun. There was donuts and donut holes. There was do- I had one of each. Don't tell my wife. Oh, I won't, don't yeah, worry, don't Steve. Do don't worry. You're seeing it yeah. with me i sorry, I didn't mean to stutter before to I said Steve, the word it's wife. Just, it's Steve. It's just a little hard because, like, some of us, some of us are are, are being a whole... We're, we're serious when we fill out this. Project. I'm serious too. Uh, I uh. seriously wrote. I made sure that my penmanship was very good. Important. important. It's very it was important. Very important, so it could be read. And then I made sure that I uh I prayed to God before I wrote down every single one to make sure that, that he approved. Just, yeah, spiritual guidance. Like, that, that's a great that's a fun it's part of that, gambling. It's, it's just it, it's uh, it's just that with, with everybody chipping in uh, uh exactly $39 here, Steve, uh, uh you know, the total pool the winner is actually up over five grand this year. Oh, I chipped so, in fifty dollars. Uh, did you? Yeah, because I figured, well, I've won the last five years, so I figured I'd just get it back anyways. Pay thing it is, forward. I think it's five five grand. That's like life changing money. That's precisely the amount of money that you could then take and put in. I don't know, like an NBA parlay, uh, and turn that into just enough money to really is that like pirate parlays from Pirates of the Caribbean? No, it's When they go, I want to parlay really like with that, your Steve. captain, point, point and then you get us... to go talk to Longbeard. Right, right, yes. I know what you're talking about. I, I, oh, we should all, forget watching reference. the games, we should all Pirates. watch Pirates of the Caribbean no, tomorrow. or we're maybe after watching the games. the games. Maybe after the games. Oh, I don't know, I just like to check off the scoreboard. The thing is, Steve, it's just, some of us really, maybe really needed that five grand for something.
1: Well then, you easy. should
0: work hard and then get promotions at work, and then you uh, can see, earn that's, that money. That, that's hard, especially when you you spend a lot of time doing research. You miss some miss some work because of a what did I say it was a, uh, a uh, boating a, accident? You said you had a skiing accident. Skiing, yeah, it was skiing. It was skiing. Did you have a boating totally, accident too, or uh, I was, might have a boating accident this next weekend in the county of Georgia. Uh, oh, hold money. on. I, w- does this have something to do? Did the people who own the boat do they wear big black suits with dark sunglasses? Because they were right outside the door of the studio. Oh, shit, are you serious, Steve? And they were asking for you, and I said, he's right inside. We're just going to talk about brackets those for a while, he'll be right out. Jesus here. Christ, you're killing me, Steve! What? Don't use the Lord's name in vain. Yeah, come on, maybe That's someone like not appropriate. you who's looking for $5,000 should maybe seek uh, guidance in a higher power. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, do you want to borrow $5,000? Wait. Uh, see, would you lend me five thousand dollars, Steve? Yeah. Well, well, of course, I'd do anything for a friend. Well, see, uh, well, how about ten thousand dollars, Steve? Well, of course. As soon as I win the next this year's bracket, uh, I'll give you five thousand, and then when I win next year's bracket, I'll give you another uh, five. Generous well, guy. Well, I could really, I could really use ten thousand dollars in the next like three days. Three. Well, how long is this tournament? Uh, it's a, it's a few weeks. Ah, you're gonna have to wait well, a few weeks. Steve, really, it's, it's <laughs> got God bless you, first of all. You're just you're a wonderful guy, Steve, in just a lot of different ways. It's just really hard to know that I'm I'm so far behind you in this pool. <laughs> you Pick names out of the hat. It's really true. interesting that you guys have very distinctly different approaches to the tournament. I just yes. felt like number fourteen was lucky this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but isn't it isn't it fun to watch the tournament? Isn't it just enjoy like can't you just embrace the how much fun someone like Steve is having and like I'm having watching the games? You know, I miss I miss some here, I miss some there, but it, you know, it's just so much fun to see the upsets. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, the well, I guess games. I really wasn't. I all I could do was was watch those upsets happen and think to myself about other upsetting things, like if someone say, I don't know, ripped all your fingernails out. That is upsetting. That'd be be a huge upset. I saw the movie Saw once and it gave me nightmares. Oh, I did not like that. I didn't care for it. Let me tell you something. The guys who own that boat, Saw's just getting started for them, okay? Well, hey, it sounds like you really need money. You know what we're going to do? We're going to pass around a hat at this table. I'm going to start by putting in $3. I guess I have, you know, I got like, I'll, I have a five buck. Well, there we there go. We and then on. when Phil and Joel come back, then they'll say that they'll put money in and never do it. And then we'll go to Gene. Gene? He's usually good for a few bucks. Yeah. Yeah, Gene. Yeah, I'll ask Gene's your friends outside just, if they'll throw you, money you, in. If you mention it to Gene, maybe don't mention my name. Because uh, I don't think he would, he would probably not chip in if he knew what it was for. Because he was really upset about, well, the inciting incident for that skiing accident. I might have borrowed uh, some money from him to pay for lift tickets. I don't understand your cause and effect relationships. <laughs> all right, I find it confusing. Now, Jimmy, you said you had an all Big Twelve championship game. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, so I had, I had. It was, it was Kansas versus Indiana- Iowa State. Well, okay, Kansas is still in it. Kansas, Kansas is still the in it. date of this. Kansas is still alive, and a lot of people have picked Kentucky. So, if Kansas wins this, I am, I am still alive in this one. <laughs> And, and do you know who, who you have there? Could do you know who you got? By David. the grace of God, I do not remember. That's fine. That's fine. I remember. I remember. What what? <laughs> I uh, I believe what he has is uh, it's uh, it's gonna be uh, Ohio State. Okay. A ten seed. All right. And uh, and they're gonna be uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be taking on uh, uh Virginia. Hey, wouldn't that be something? That's why I picked it cuz that would really be something. A seed in the final, that'd be great. Wow. What a rags to riches story, just like my life. Well, it seems like uh, we should probably wrap up. Uh, I think Joel and Phil will be on their way back and I think those guys outside are looking for you, uh, Jimmy. Well, hey, let's take them to Coldstone. Yeah, why don't you guys take him to take him to Coldstone? Oh, there they are! Well, why don't yes. you come with us? Here uh, we go. I'm actually, I'm going to go out the back way. All right. I'll go in the back way with you and make sure that your friends know that we're going out there. Uh, maybe hey, does. friends. No. He's going okay. out the back I gotta way. i Thank you very much. Verifiable True Facts. Like trivia, but less fun. Brought to you by... Ritz Crackers. Reasonably cheap. Verifiable <laughs> True Facts. March Madness Edition. Woo! Yeah. ESPN statistical analyst said that even the most likely thing to happen in terms of who reaches the Final Four mm-hmm. is less than ten percent. Wow, I was like, still less than ten percent. But even that is more likely than any of these analysts talking to girls in the ESPN cafeteria tomorrow. Mm. Yeah, I've seen that. That cafeteria, rough, rough space. Sausage fest. The NCAA is a great is great at creating storylines. Southern Me- uh, Methodist uh, University head coach, the well-traveled Larry Brown, uh, faced off against his former team UCLA in the first round. Now he lost. Yeah. But if he would have won, he could have faced off against his former team Iowa State if they had won. <laughs> but in this case, could have faced off against his former team against UAB. Yeah. And if he would have beaten UAB had an opportunity to face off against his former team iowa his former team north dakota state his former team gonzaga or his former team davidson in the sweet 16 oh wow it's just a shame the pistons aren't in it <laughs> yeah it's too <just> bad. <laughs> uh people often shorten schools names in college basketball two seed arizona is often shortened to zona oh yeah mm-hmm. one seed villanova often shortened to nova yep And 11-seed Ole Miss is often abbreviated with KKK. Yeah. Oh, that's racist. (laughs) Uh, Many analysts were predicting an uh, an 11-seed Texas Mm -hmm. would upset 6-seed Baylor. They almost did. They did not. But Mm. if this would have happened, many longtime Butler fans would at least have relished in the fact that they've reached a level of status where a major program like Texas beating them would qualify as an upset. Absolutely. However, to Butler fans born after 1995, this would just be another example of athletic director Barry Collier's <laughs> over-reliance on the nebulous term, the Butler way, and his utter inability to make the right basketball hire nearly two years after Brad Stevens left for the Celtics. How yeah. many chances does this guy get? Riot! And it's Oops. a damn shame because Phil is not going to be able to make his variety of different Butler did it jokes. I know. This is the first year where I can't do that. No, they, they won. Right? Oh. Butler? Yeah, didn't know. Oh. Hey, the oh, butler you're did back it. back in it, Phil. Yeah, there we go. Uh, at seven feet tall and white, Wisconsin's Frank Comiskey <laughs> is the most Wisconsin player of all time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but female students at the University of Wisconsin have, have confirmed that at seven feet tall and white, he's not the most Wisconsin player of all time. Oh, oh, yeah. That goes to junior running back Melvin Gordon. 6'1", 207 pounds, too big for anal. Mm. Oh, yeah. Joel. <laughs> Hey, hey. Uh, though, no, I wanted your commentary. What is this? <laughs> though a perennial contender and a two-seed in this year's tournament, Gonzaga has never been to a Final Four. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. This is surprising the most and probably the greatest page turn discrepancy between popular perception and truth since the government's false flag attack on the World Trade Center. Yeah whoa <laughs> hell i didn't know this was this kind of podcast don't know what happened oh my gosh president obama picked john calamari it was john Calapari. there we go hadley, hadley, hadley hadley food hadley, food food he picked john Calapari and his university of kentucky wildcats to win it all and they're both freemasons surprise surprise this podcast really turned a <laughs> corner <laughs> If the University of Kentucky wins the tournament, they'll be the first team in history to go 40-0, and more impressively, will be the first ever professional basketball team to end the season undefeated. Oh, yeah. Good. Uh, plenty of controversy about UCLA getting in, which the chair of the NCAA Selection Committee defended by saying UCLA passed the eyeball test. The eyeball test in this case was really more of a question of whether the players on UCLA were carbon-based, yeah. which they passed with flying colors. They so had they eyeballs. Have, they had eyeballs. Yeah. yeah. Carbon-based had eyeballs. As for what makes Scott Barnes, the NCAA Selection Committee Chair, qualified for his position, he is also the Athletic Director at Utah State, so he's got a lot of free time in afternoon. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, Duke is the first team since 1999 to earn a one seed, despite not winning their conference or their conference tournament. Oh, but, wow. But that really is a testament to who these Duke players have beaten. Even if those allegations were made at a student retreat and there was no formal statement given to campus police. <laughs> yeah. Yikes! Verifiable true facts. Like trivia, but less fun. Brought to you by Ritz Crackers. Try to, hey, here comes boxes! Oh, you're going down, Ritz Crackers! I ate all your crackers, now punch the head! and now it's time for another wide world of weird Weird sports Sports! wide world of weird sports what do we have this week this week's wide world of weird sports Misha Uh, Misha Misha Barton uh close Uh, Misha also known as Mishka or the Olympic Mishka is the name of a Russian bear mascot of the 1980s Moscow Olympic Games. Or in Japan, Donald Duck. Right. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, it was the uh, 22nd Summer Olympics that he was the mascot of. And he was designed by children's book illustrator, Victor Chizikov. golf. And for the moment, sounding like one of the more normal uh Olympic mascots yeah he was just a bear right because right. And they've also they had like the spring one and the like like they've started making up fictional entities that are just right. beyond anything that a oh this one's weird because the it's normal paper clip was one yeah. Right, it was, yeah and it was yeah. like determination right That's yeah what it was I think there was also the uh one year it was an invisible ghost yeah <laughs> and you just couldn't see anything it was a, a very, it was a, it was a bold conceptual choice. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was just like they would take pictures of backgrounds and be like, "There he is." Get a hand to Olympics. When it comes to a lot of this theme stuff, like the opening ceremonies, close a lot of bold conceptual choices being made. Absolutely. One thing you can say for him, uh, Mishka is the first mascot of a sporting event to achieve large-scale commercial success in merchandise. Oh. Yeah, the Misha doll. Uh, was used extensively during the opening and closing ceremonies, appeared on several merchandise products, and had both an animated short film and a television series. All of which are now common practice, not only at the Olympic Games, but also at the FIFA World Cup and other events mascots. A lot of people don't know this, but Mishka first came up with the phrase, eat my shorts. Yeah, Yeah. it was all over all the t-shirts. He was like, don't have cow, man. Yeah, Simpsons stole it. Yeah. Uh, Misha also appeared in the 1980s Olympics episode of the Russian cartoon New Parogodi, <laughs> Handing trophies to the wolf and the hare. Of course. Yeah. As one does. <laughs> of course. Um, let's go into the origins of the name Misha. Uh, in Russian, Misha is a short form for the Russian male name Mikhail and Mishka, which no, is a differ- diminutive form of Misha. It's Mike. Yeah. Kind of. Mike the Bear. <laughs> hey, I'm Mike the Bear. <laughs> I'm in a cartoon. <laughs> it's Jesse the Body of the Yeah. Uh, the name in any of its forms is a common colloquialism in Russian for a bear because it's similar to the standard name for bear, which is Medved. That's what bear is. Uh, medved. Medved. Also, most anthropomorphic bears in Russian fairy tales have this name. They're uh, all named Mike. They're all named Mike. Mike huh. is just a In, bear. Uh, Mike, a very good bear Mike, name. <laughs> if I have to name bear, it would be named Mike. In Russia, all names of bears are Mike. <laughs> Thank you, Yakov. <laughs> uh, it is thought to originate as a euphemism for Medved, which was tabooed because of magical thinking that let out the true name of the dangerous animal may cause it to come and attack. Okay, I didn't I didn't follow all that. Okay. We, real quick, unpack that one. It is thought to originate as a euphemism for Medved, the name uh, Misha. Okay. Uh, which was tabooed because of magical thinking uh, that letting out the true name of the dangerous animal may cause it to come and attack. If you say the so, word bear, then a bear will yeah, attack so you. so if I say bear too often, at some point a bear would break into it's, the studio and attack us. It's like Beetlejuice. Bear oh, okay, but, right, so yeah. that's why you say like... Uh, something mike right and, oh okay you mean bear, but you're not that's it. why whenever i have to say the word beetlejuice i usually just say bell juice because then i don't actually say the name oh, Okay, yeah. i'm not afraid i just say bear okay stop saying that though because it'll come back bear? yeah stop it. uh medved which means bear. honey eater oh but that, i mean, I mean it, but it translates that to sound, bear. that sounds like yeah. a slur right hey there look at you honey eater hey honey eater <laughs> Don't call me. I'm not like me. you. Yeah. Uh, it itself is thought to be an older Proto-Slavic euphemism for the Proto-Indo-European medved for bear. For bear. Okay. Yep. Uh, all interesting information. Uh, origins. In 1977, the committee organizing the Olympics held a contest for the best illustration of a bear. They wanted it to be a bear for sure. <laughs> The judges chose Victor Chizhikov's design depicting a smiling bear cub wearing a blue, black, yellow, green, red, color of the Olympic tri- rings, yeah. belt with a golden buckle shaped like the five rings. Oh, so, was Victor Chizhikov a, a good. Whoa. Watch the last name? it's bringing it back to dicks. Yeah. Um, Misha was confirmed as the official mascot on December 19th, 1977. During the closing ceremony of the 1980 Olympic Games, Misha the Bear appeared with a tear in his eye. He was uh-huh. holding a couple of balloons, and at the end, he released, and they flew away from the stadium. Uh-huh. He was so sad that now he's going, like, his career's done. He was, that was the peak. This, of course, this was the Summer Olympics that the United States did not attend. Yeah. And then after he released the balloons, he disappeared. But then a few hours later... He landed on a Vorobyov Gori, I don't know what that is, and later was exhibited at the Exhibition Center, which is a good place to exhibit things. Misha reappeared, tears and all, in the closing ceremony of the 2014 Winter Olympics. Aww. He came back. So it was just like, Misha, Misha! Yeah. And he's I'm like, back. I'm still sad to bear. That's for... a much better chant Russia. in Russia. In, yeah. in English, it's, Mike, Mike! Mike. Yeah, it's true. That's good. It's true. In 1988, in connection with the 60th anniversary of Mickey Mouse, a special magazine was produced in which Mickey Mouse and Misha met. Wow! Wow! He's really part of the zeitgeist in Mother Russia. Yeah. And that brings us down to another wide world of Who's Sports? Sports! Sports! Citizens of Podcast Town, this brings to the close another sports, sports, sports Sports. podcast. Before we go, Phil would like to give you our contact information. All right, you can find us on Sue.co. That's our official sponsor, tsu.co slash sports number three podcast. It's the only social media site that pays you to post just like Facebook or Twitter. It's free to sign up. And if you sign up through tsu.co slash sports number three podcast, we get a little taste of it as well. You can find us on SoundCloud by going to soundcloud.com slash sports number three podcast. Please, I know that a lot of people still view us or listen to us on iTunes because it's easy to download the feed. But we are really trying to build up our SoundCloud. So check us out there. Follow. We'd appreciate it. Or follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash sports, the number three podcast. We want a storm of people going to our SoundCloud account. Yeah. Right now it's looking a, a little bare. Oh, bare. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's not going to be a bear attack. No. We say bear too many times. No, keep not saying like, bear. No, you mean bears in Los Angeles. Right. Bear, 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 bear. <laughs> it's true. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.